Hey, hey everyone, it's Tori Townley with Servolution. On behalf of Pastor Dino Rizzo and our whole team, we want to welcome you to the Serve Brew. So grab your favorite mug and join us for a virtual coffee break with some of the raddest outreach leaders on the planet. We'll get to hear about their stories, their communities, gain fresh wisdom, insight, and practical tools to help us serve the people in our city with the love of Jesus every single day. So grab your coffee, your notebook, and hit play. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Serve Brew, everybody. I'm Tori Townley. I hope y'all are having an awesome week. Um, today is a very special day. We are talking all things Serve Day. So Serve Day is a little more than a month away. I cannot believe it. July 10th. If you haven't signed up, serveday.com. It's going to be really special, a really, really special day, and you don't want to miss it. So here to help us get ready for all of that and prepare us and give us just some profound wisdom and insight is guru yoda i don't even know from church of the highlands our central outreach pastor chad sleeper how are you sir come on i'm so glad to be with you tori and be with all of the outreach community and uh, i'm excited to jump into the content today excited for serve day and uh, reaching people in all spaces and places and uh, excited to be a part. So thank you. I love it. That's awesome. You are such a gift to our team. And for those of our listeners who don't know you, like Chad is speaking into so many different dimensions and realms and people. He's at the center, like Central Outreach at Highlands is a big, big undertaking, big thing. And he's been such a gift to our team and just speaks so much vision. And he really is connected to the why behind things. He has strategic mind, logistical mind, like he knows the ins and outs, but it's always connected to the why and the who. And so I invited him on today just because I feel like he's really going to encourage you and leave you feeling like equipped and ready to take this thing by charge. So let's all lean in. It's going to be fantastic. You rock, Chad. Um, Okay, but first things first, I think you may have shared this already on a previous podcast because you're a return guest, but what is your Starbucks order coffee of choice? Yeah, so my go-to every time is, um, is what they call a red eye. And so it's regular coffee with a shot of espresso. So as dark and as bold as you can get. So no flavors, none of the frou-frou for me, just straight coffee. Love it. You are straight up. I love that. I remember that now. And I asked this question partly because it's a fun fact, but also if people ever come across your path, they know how to bless you. So Come on. Yes, yes. Love it. Yep. Love it. it. Cool. Okay. So real quick, I kind of explained it, but give us a snapshot of you, little fun facts, and a little overview of your role, if you can just think a little overview. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, thank you. And um, so my role is central outreach. So that means uh, with our 23 campuses within Highlands, I get to be a part of all of them and uh, get to connect them and uh, stay connected with each, each and every one of them. Every one of them are at a different stage of outreach. And so I'm able to just stay connected with where they're at on their journey with outreach and come alongside them and serve and resource in any way that they need. And so super excited about that. Also pulling off our outreach events every year, whether it's Serve Day or Thanksgiving or Giving Hope at the end of the year, uh, Mother's Day, that type of thing. I get to be a part of all that. So super fun, excited uh, times um, to be a part. And then also just uh, fun fact, I'm, you know, originally from Houston, Texas, and, uh, and so now I reside in Bama, and, um, and so my wife and I have been married for 12 years, we have four boys, so all y'all pray for us, so um, they're all, they're all awesome in their own way, so we have an 11-year-old, eight, a six, and a currently just turned four-year-old, so yeah. I love it. I'm all about boy life. I have four little brothers, I got my own little boy toddler, I don't know anything about like yeah. boy life all the way that's awesome yeah. really cool yeah, so, you, oh sorry go ahead yeah no yeah so the heart for us you know jumping into serve and uh serve day is you know the why is we're on a rescue mission you know and um we want to reach people who are stranded and that that may look different in your area wherever you're from um but so, there's some commonalities along the way that we found and picked up on as we've served people. And, um, and so, you know, the project is never the goal. 
when we do these serve days, it's always the people. And uh, we always want to offer hope and hope is Jesus. And so we never do a project just to do the project. You know, uh, we always do the project in Jesus name. And so that's kind of the heart behind the whole thing. My favorite verse, when, when you think about outreach, when you think about serve, when you think about uh, reaching people has always been, it's always been Matthew 25 verse 40. And um, it says, and the king will say, whatsoever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. I mean, whatever, that, that's what the word is, whatever you do. And so it could be big, it could be small. I mean, a cup of water in my name goes a long way, you know? And so um, that's the heart behind the why. It's, it's the vision. It's, the, it's what carries us through the, the, um, the long days of serving and then uh, the fun times of serving. And so, you know, that's our heart. I love that. I have so many. I genuinely have goosebumps because that is actually, that's exactly it. It's so much about people and those moments and kindness. Like, I think we think about it so hard, like, oh gosh, I got to come up with a thing and make sure it's excellent. Make sure this. And it's like, if the Holy Spirit touches you, kindness, it just can't be wasted. Love never Mm -hmm. fails. And like you and I were talking about before we got on this call, we feel like 2020 serve day like there is something very special that we feel like god wants to do he's already doing it he's on the move yeah can you speak to like some of that anticipation that we're feeling for this why like kind of where should we be leaning in you know yeah i I think always for sure the the momentum is building you know there's there's people in need in desperate seasons right now uh especially coming out of the pandemic and uh how we serve through that season in uh in an incredible way the church just rose up and became the hands and feet of jesus took took church outside the walls of sunday and began to serve not just on one serve day but serve day every day and so we saw um just an enhancing of all of our outreach department and teams and leaders i mean just a lot of people stepped up to the plate from last year to now and so with that came a lot of anticipation for this year. And so we're excited for the track that we're on and, and what we're planning for and how we're, um, how we're stepping out to be ready to serve for this July 10th. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that build momentum for us in the, in the summer. And one of those that kind of kick us off is the Mother's Day. You know, Mother's Day was an opportunity that we use every year to serve single moms, widows, wives of deployed um, um, officers and military. And so uh, we, we, we get to love on them that day, but it also carries over to serve day and it, it helps us build momentum. One thing that we always do is we, you know, we, we bless them with a little gift, whether it's an oil change or a gift card or some flowers, but we also get, hey, we can't do everything, but there are some things we can do. And so we want to know about it. So what is that? And so they, they give us some information and sometimes there's a little trepidation, a little hesitancy to ask for help. And I, we totally get that. We don't ever want that to be transactional feeling. We want it to be real and organic and spirit led. And so we do our best to do that. And when we, when we get those needs, um, we vet them and we go after them, you know, and we, we try to secure um, teams and leaders to be able to uh, make, make good on our promises by serve day. And so we use that as a catalyst to kind of get the momentum going again and, uh, thought patterns and flow for these outreaches. You know, we we serve every month, first Saturday of every month. And so we have teams already in these communities. But now you're talking, uh, want, if serve day is not, uh, if, if outreach is not your thing, serve day is. And so like, you know, we, we everybody puts on a red shirt on serve day. And so they, we plan for it. We, we shake vacations around it. And so that the whole church is mobilized to go, make a huge splash in our communities. And so it, it really does that. And so we're excited for what's gonna happen this year. I love that. That's a great perspective. And um, I just, I heard you use a term one time on a call we were on with the church and you said, there's this whole ecosystem of outreach. Yeah. And that has like stuck with me. I've used that term a lot, but you understand that ecosystem. Can you speak to where does Serve Day fit into that? There's so many dynamics. If you've read Serve Your City, incredible book that explains a lot of these dimensions and how they strategize, how these components fit together. But if you had to kind of give a, 
give a definition of like, here's why serve day is an important part of that ecosystem. What would yeah. you say? Yeah, I think it ties it all together. I think it it puts uh, it puts flesh on it. You know, uh, uh, it really puts um, you know uh, us the the church into action. And so I think the ecosystem is you know Pastor Chris and Pastor Dina have done so well leading this vision and 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 tying things together. And you know this is what we're part of where you know, we're not siloed anymore. It's not like small groups are doing their thing and dream teams doing their thing and volunteers over here going to do this. And the, you know, the pastors over here are going to do this. It, it is like all hands on deck and, and we're all together and we all need each other. So we, you know, not only do we collaborate, we, you know, we, we do this thing together. And so, um, that's, you know, we're better together. We, you know, we, we get, we get insight from the small groups world, from the, you know, from the students world. I mean, there's, there's creativity that comes out from every department, if you will, from the church that enhances serve day. And it's so important. So the ecosystem is big. It's, it's the thing that I, I feel like some, some places are missing is that ecosystem building that, uh, within the fabric of where, man, don't don't let this one thing, this one program stand alone. Figure out a way where that program can tie into this program or this thing, tie into this thing where we all are a part. I love that. I, I think that you're so on point, like seeing those worlds converge, like there's so much, I think God has given us so many gifts within the church to be tapped into. There's so yes. and. It, when I think about outreach, a lot of times it, we look at it and we think it's a one-way kind of a thing, but to yeah. me, it's a reciprocal situation. Like it yeah. is, God wants us to have experiences with one another, expressing and receiving together. And so we're here to just set up those connection points. And that's yeah. so cool to me. And I love, even within outreach, there are, there's an ecosystem, like serve day is one piece of the whole system that yeah. It can be a front door. It can be a serve day is where you start right. you're a brand new church and you're like, hey, right. I'm just going to start here. Or it could be like, hey, we're going to start small with like a couple of little Saturday expressions and we're going to build yeah. up to a serve day. So I love that it's like it's a revolving door and there's no yep. right or wrong just as long as you're following the Holy Spirit. And we're here to support you with tools. But like, yeah, it's it's just cool. It's fun. Yeah, so, I love that. I love that. And you're the best at ideas for serve and serve day. Like you, you, you have all through the years with all the churches that you work with and how, how you are so connected, you, you, this is your heartbeat, you know, and I love all the ideas that you put out there for different churches. It's amazing. And it's, it's useful. And, you know, um, talking a little bit more in depth about the ecosystem and you're right, you know, there is the one day serve day, but there's a lot, there's many things that support that. And, and are connected to that. And it, I think if you miss these pieces, um, you miss the potential of what serve day could actually be. And so um, if we, if you got, I mean, I love to take two minutes to just unpack that for a minute of, of like what serve day could be based on that ecosystem. One of the things that we, we see is like you said, no matter where you are, if this is your first time serving as a church or, uh, or an organization or a person, individual, this is your first time, no matter what, or if it's your, you know, you're, you're a big player in the game, so to speak, there's, there's these processes that, that make sense, that, that let things, uh, there's ebb and flow, that lets things breathe, lets things have time to grow and uh, maturate, so to speak. And so um, the things that we've seen work well is, you know, we, we've been serving at Highlands every month first Saturday serves. That's such a great on-ramp for people once a month to, to rally around, to find projects to go out and do. Another piece of that is the small groups. There's some people who are wired to serve every day, you know, and that's what they want to lead. And so their, their small group curriculum is built around how we go out and and bless this community and bless this nursing home and bless the, the prisons and uh, all, all the different, the schools, they, they, th they think like that. They're wired that way. So small groups is a piece of the uh, ecosystem. And then, you know, you got the big anchor projects within these 
big serve day. You know, it's it's where it's where people aren't connected to small groups, but they still want to serve. Their schedule is 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 a wild schedule where they 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 say, okay, I remember that one day Pastor talked about July tenth. I've been I've I've not been able to plug in week to week, but hey, that one day I've got it on my calendar. It's an on ramp. Boom, they come serve, and then they figure out, wow. This is what this is what I'm wired to do. And then they get plugged into small group. If small groups weren't there, they wouldn't have anything to plug into on a week to week basis. But if that one one day, if we excluded the one day and just did small groups, then then we would never find that person that came on that day. So they're, they're all they're all valuable, you know, so they're all feeding one another if that makes sense. It does make sense. And I love that you paint the picture that way, because sometimes it is hard. Like I'm a brand new church to this. Where do I start? Y'all say small groups, you say anchor projects, you say all these things. I don't know how to unravel it, but when you break it down into, to me, I look at it as like a sphere. It's a circle. There's not necessarily a start and end point. It's just like, here's this. And that feeds into that. And they all help people find their place because there are so many different personality types. There's so many giftings, there's so many influential realms. And so our job to me as outreach leaders and coordinators is to help people find their place and unlock their spiritual gifts and figure out how to use them. And so any way I can come up with different opportunities and those things funnel into each other, that's a win. So I love that that's kind of the strategy and you kind of unpack that for people just to kind of get like a visual of what is all this? Like, let's make sense of this crazy world. So I do want to ask like real quick, give us, if you had to give, like I'm a brand new church or maybe not a brand new church, but I'm new to serve day. I have not planned one ever. Where do I start? I know there's everything's on serveday.com, but if you just had to give a snapshot of like, what are the how to's I got to do these 10 things. What's up? Yeah. I love it. I think first you got to figure out where the felt needs are. Um, a part of cracking the code to the city that you're in. You know, one of the ways that we've seen uh, very helpful ways to do that is connecting with local leaders, you know, uh, your mayor, um, some some, uh, principals or school counselors, coaches, teachers, those type of people who are influencers in the city that are connected to the heartbeat of the city. They know what's needed to, to uh, what the felt needs are. And so coming alongside them say, hey, I, I, don't, I don't pretend to know, but I, I wanna, you've been doing this for a long time here, serving this community. What are some of your thoughts? What's your vision to see? And we wanna come alongside and support that, resource that, help make that come to life. And so cracking the code is number one, figuring out, okay, what, what are we gonna do? And then, um, and then, and then organizing and strategizing to go get it done. And so I think, you know, engage in the discovery process on the first front end. And that, that may take weeks. That may take one conversation, depending on what size that you are, you know, you could, you, you might have multiple campuses out there trying to strategize where, how we all do this together. Or you might be, like you said, just just first time starting the serve day. And so I think um, one conversation goes a long way. You know, and um, and so uh, connecting with, uh, um, you know, police officers and uh, the emergency 911 team, all those those guys, they know the felt needs of the city. And um, and I, I think that's huge. I think you do that and then you just start to build uh, partnerships, find out other ministries that's out there doing things, you know, that's, hey, what are you guys doing what are you seeing some of the some some of the necessary some of the necessities in our city that you can't get to you know maybe maybe we can come alongside you and do some things but what are some other things that you've not had time to do but you've seen because you've been serving for a while you know and so how can we do that um follow favor always follow favor so who's in your church i love this piece because it's not a cold call it's a warm call it's where there's somebody in your church that's whether it's a teacher or a coach, you say, hey, get, um, let me give you a day of my schedule and you take me to the people I need to know uh, or, or fi- let me know. I, I did this. I did this. There was an attorney in our campus um, uh, years ago and I said, hey, help me know who I need to know in this city. And he took me to the mayor. He took me to the, all the judges, all the police officers, all the sheriff's office. 
um, the probate judge, the, the, um, the DA, this, some city council and connected me. And that, I mean, I could have got connected without him, but it was so much better with him because of the relationship that was already there. And man, that one day was like, it was just, it was huge. I couldn't put a, I couldn't put like an evaluation on that day because it, it, it opened so many different relationships and so many connections that, and then so many things that like, I had no idea where all the crime was in our city that we needed to do this for, or where we needed to strategize prayer walks for, or we needed to strategize, hey, um, this is a food uh, area that they, they, they are underserved. We need to mobilize our food efforts over in this direction. And so they have all the details at the city and, and so we, we found all that and started to organize with our teams and lay a plan out where it was just practical, not overwhelming, don't outpace your leaders, but allow your leaders to catch the vision, share vision, and allow these leaders to step up and say, hey, I want to take that project on. So whether it's food distribution or repainting a school or beautification of landscape of a you know, of a, a front entrance sign to the city, whatever it does, it goes a long way. And so I think you got to find out, okay, crack the code, what's the felt needs, and then follow favor. I think if you keep it in those two areas, you're going to, you're going to really find a lot of ideas and strategic things that even the Holy Spirit really wants to zero in on for your city. So your city might not look like our city. And it probably won't look like our city. But you all, every city has a single mom or a hurting child or an unfed loved one or, a, you know what I mean? So like, what is the strategy to connect there? And so the Holy Spirit, number one, let's pray. Then number two, what's the felt needs? Do a discovery process. And then number three, follow favor. And, um, and I think that'll, that'll take you a long way. I love that so much. I think that's brilliant that you had that day. That's so cool. Like, wow how eye-opening, how, that's yeah. a brilliant idea. I think we should all try that. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, okay, you've given such great strategy. I know there's more unpacked sure. on these exact points in Serve Your sure. City. I keep promoting yep. that, but you guys, like if you want this content, that's yeah. where you're gonna get it. It's so good. Um, and I love how you just bring that so much to life, Chad. Um, okay, so I do have some specific questions about like that we've gotten from churches or just like, how do we do things? Um, yeah. I wanna talk about the Serve app and platform, but I think I'm gonna jump back to that in a second. So you guys okay. hang tight, we'll come back to that. I know everybody's like, what's new, what's going on? Um, okay, so some specific things. Um, we've talked about, can you talk a little bit more about the anchor project versus yeah. the small group led thing? Because some people are kind of like, what do we need both? How do we make both yes. coincide? How do they feed into each other? And how does, how do you break it down? I know yeah. we've talked about, we love to see lower numbers on anchor projects than small groups. And over yeah. the years we have seen that, but that's not what you know, just kind of break yeah. down that, that strategy a little bit. Yeah, love it. And I think, um, so anchor projects versus small groups is not one is better than the other. They're both needed. And so you, you're going to get a sustained serve over time through your small groups. The anchor projects is for the one-offs, the people that aren't connected for whatever reason. Maybe they're still kicking the tires, figuring out if this is their home church. Maybe they've scheduled issues because they've not connected with a small group, that Anchor Project is a platform or on-ramp for people to be able to come and serve and be, be able to be a part of outreach that they normally wouldn't be able to. And so, um, so they're both super important, not one versus the other. And so the Anchor Project is really something that we really don't advertise on the front end uh, because we want it to be small group driven. But day of comes and the family shows up to serve man, we got to have a place for these people that are not connected. And so um, so we always do every campus that we have, we always do at least one to two, sometimes four anchor projects. And it just depends on that city and, and the connections and you know how, how we're moving and outreach there and the, the teams. And so uh, examples of anchor projects could be simply take a school. Um, you have favor with a teacher. And they connect you. Hey, we want to come in. What would it look like if we had a day 
were no cost to you guys, but we were able to come and pressure wash the front, beautify the sign, come in, flip the teacher's lounge, put a new fridge in there, uh, stock it full of snacks, a new coffee pot, um, you know, a Keurig, uh, repaint, new furniture, decor, flip the teacher's lounge. What, what could it look like we clean? A deep clean right now in this season would go a long way. How could we repaint? Um, what what is the outside look like? Uh, re Restrike the parking lot. Um, could it be uh, paint the backboards, clean off a fence, uh, remulch the playground? What could it be at that anchor project on a on a school? That those are 150, 100, 150, 200 people that could be on site in one location, but multiple teams. So you got a painting team and you got a landscaping team and you got a cleaning team and you got, you see, and so all those people have their own team leader and they, they're attacking the paint or they're attacking the, the landscape. And so that can, that can hold over 100, 150 people on one site. Same thing for an adopt-a-block. That's another anchor project where we take a, a section of the community. Maybe it's an underserved area. Maybe it's somewhere we've been in for a long time or we're wanting to get into uh, to serve an underserved area. And so we, 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 find, we connect with the local leadership there. We find out the best, best way to do that. We come on site, maybe there's a big field. We set up blow up bounce houses. We set up clothes, clothes distribution under a tent. We set up prayer. We do uh, food distribution door to door. We, we, um, we do uh, uh, kids face paint. We do a cooking team. Uh, so there's multiple teams in the anchor. We're cutting grass. We got a cut, cutting grass team. So we we attack one area and serve it until there's nothing left to do, so to speak, you know, in that area. And so these anchor projects are bigger scale, um, lots of team leaders um, to be able to, to carry 150 people or more, you know, and so but but smaller teams within it so that we can carry it. The small groups, they, they adopt a project. So you're doing a small group during the summer semester and they say, hey, what in our group is a need? What ideas do you have? They collaborate at the beginning of the semester and they talk about, hey, I know so-and-so that is a single mom. It'd be great if we could go over to that single mom's house and really bless her in these ways, X, Y, and Z. And so they strategize in the first couple of weeks and then they put a little budget together and then they, if they need help, uh, they, they reach out for help financially. If that's something that's out there, sometimes it's just, it's not even a financial need. It's maybe a strategy. What can we do? Give them ideas. We have a list of those on the website. Also, you know, uh, handwritten notes and uh, things that these small groups are doing to uh, correctional facilities or, or teachers or whatever, it just goes a long way. So it doesn't have to be expensive. It could be a car wash that the group does, you know, it's just certain things go a long way and it doesn't have to, you know, break the bank to be able to go out there and love, love people. Handing out waters. We have a serve team that just puts a cooler in the back of their truck and they're going around not only serving the serve team, but they're serving certain areas, Gatorades and water. Go buy a pallet of water. Go buy, go buy a, a pallet of Gatorade and just go pass that stuff out. And so there's, there's both in with the anchor project and the small groups. They, they both are needed. One is going to be long term, the small groups, that's going to be sustainable. And the anchor project is going to be that on ramp. Um, another thing to think about when you're doing the anchor projects is to think about, OK, like I said earlier, is this the area we want to get into? If we want to get into this area and serve this community, um, it, it would not do well for us to blow in, blow up and blow out. It would be awesome to come in here and bless their socks off, but then have small groups come in behind it and, and stay and continue to serve and continue, whether that's once a month or once a week or once a quarter. Hey, you can count on us every such and such date. We're going to be here with food. We're going to cook out. We're going to play games. We're going to um, we're going to resource. We're going to do tutoring, whatever it is. We want to do that. So it's important to think through that logistics and then strategy, you know, for long term. Very, very good stuff. Very deep, very strategic. I love, I love that. I love how your mind works. Um, okay, so I do want to ask, I've had a lot of questions on getting our small groups engaged, getting us ramped up, 
We have the yeah. RPM curriculum, reachpeople.com. Yeah. That's a great way to get small groups just thinking and empowered. But Chad, like, um, I talked to somebody who was like, how do we do adoptable projects? So I know we give, we give our small groups how-tos. We give them ideas. Surveyday.com has all these downloadable ideas, Servolution. But then there's this idea that we've, I know we've done it at certain campuses. I don't know if y'all do it everywhere now, but it's been adoptable projects. So what's the strategy there? How do you kind of keep that organized? If a small group's like, I want to lead something, don't have really a great idea. What do y'all have for us? How yeah. do you organize all of that? Yeah, love it. And I think it's a, it's a necessity. One of the big things for us, for people serving, is one of our main goals is to make the experience phenomenal for those who are actually serving. Because if, if they don't love it, that's, that's a one and done. So if we're wearing them out um, by saying, you know, we're not holding to our times of when we start and when we finish and we go over, or we're with a partner, this is something that we protect with our partnerships is, hey, sometimes our partnerships, they like, man, they're, they're strapped for volunteers. Well, we have plenty of volunteers because that's our culture and we want to go serve and we're mobilized and that's our heart. But sometimes they'll be like, hey, we're, we're signed up to do this. But hey, when you finish with that, can you do these other two things? Well, we want to on the front end, we want to protect that, you know, and so we want to want to make sure that our people are, are cared for and the experience is phenomenal where they want to come back. And so um, that that's on the front end, an extra little thought. But um, to, to do these adoptable projects, we want to keep that in front of them and always be a resource. So as our outreach directors are leading outreach at the specific campus that they live at and that they're connected to, they, are always, they always have that in their back pocket or resource during small group leadership trainings. Uh, when, we do, when we roll out small groups on the front end, we're very clear, hey, summer semester is all about us culminating to do a project together on serve day. So be expecting, be thinking, be strategizing right now. If you need help, our team is ready and willing. We also, we, we reference the resources with serveday.com, those things. So we'll, we'll keep that in front of them as a, not only a talking point, but every, every time we get together with small groups, we're always, we're always, hey, how can we help? What 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 you what you what you what you guys thinking about? What y'all chewing on? What you praying about? How can we help with that? So our small groups team and our outreach team are collaborating in a huge way, especially in the summer, to make that a win for all of our groups. Very cool. I love how relational that is, how organic that is, and everybody's looking for like, what's the system? How do you? It's like we're in conversation, and that yeah. is beautiful to me. Yeah, it's a part. It's just a part of the culture. So I remember, you know, um, um, when we launch small groups, it's not just the small groups. It's three times a year. It's not just the small groups director time of year to launch small groups. It's everybody's job during that season. So everybody becomes a small group director. When it turns to serve day, everybody's an outreach director on the team. So we're all leading groups and we're all leading a project and we're all strategizing. And that's in our conversation in the lobby. We're talking it. We're, 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 we're having that conversation stay alive. We're keeping that living in our lobbies. Hey, serve days coming up. What you guys are doing? What y'all going to do? Tell me, tell me, I want to come visit. I want to be a part of that. I want to drop by on that day. Hey, can I help you? So that we're always keeping that conversation alive. So. That's cool. That's part of the culture. It's all hands on deck. I, I love that so much. I love that. Um, yeah, I, I just was thinking about you talked about Mother's Day, how you guys like we take in needs and all yep. that stuff. And those outreach or the campus outreach hub leader, whatever you call them now, yeah. they have that in mind and they're connecting those dots. Again, it's 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 organic, but it's not. It's, it's so cool. Yeah. Um, I remember at the Birmingham Dream Center one time we did like outreach in a box, which was pretty fun. So on serve day, a group or some friends would show up and we'd like we have anchor projects. But also, if you want to lead it, lead an outreach today, here is a lemonade stand in a box. Here's how you do it go. So that's yeah. fun too. Like there's so many creative things that can take place. It's just yes. putting it out there and making sure you're incorporating what can kids do? What can elderly people, yes. what can someone with special needs do? Like everybody yes. make a difference. How can we make that happen for you? So that's super cool. Um, that's going to, that's going to make the experience so much better mm -hmm. is when the logistics are handled on the front end, because the day of 
you can't, it's too late to be thinking about it because you got families rolling up on you, ready to serve, ready to get their serve shirt and get out there and make a difference. They have a short amount of time. They're going to get out there and they want to be a part of it, but you don't want to send kids out in the, on the sweltering heat, young babies or toddlers, but what, but mamas want to serve too. And they don't have daycare or on that Saturday. So they're, the kids are with them. So think about how, kids and, and families can serve together? Is it writing notes at the campus and you have that organized where those notes are going out to the, you know, corrections facility or, or what, what is it? And so just think through practically, we, all the ideas are on surveyday.com. You can check that out or reach out to us for, for more ideas. But I tell you, if, if you have all that organized on the front end, that day is going to be a so much better experience. Agreed, for sure. I definitely have been in that place where it's like, I'm so glad I thought through, I learned, it took me a long time to learn, yeah, 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 but yeah. over the years, thinking through ahead of time, every detail, top to bottom, what's the experience going to look like? How is this person going to feel? When I was able to do that ahead of time, the day of, I was present and I had my own personal moments with people. That's maybe right. Here, Maybe it was someone who was living on the streets, whatever, but you want to have that margin and that's, that's right be present so that's beautiful and another thing that just popped in my head I had a conversation with a sweet outreach leader today and um she's at next level church named Zioli she's amazing but she is leading the experience team at the church but she's also been head up serve day and the convergence of her role the experience team being brought into this experience of serve day, like the thoughtfulness and just how people are going to feel. It's such a beautiful dynamic. And she has a passion for bringing in like the creative team for ideas, even story capturing. So like as a church thinking through everybody's part of this, bringing in those worlds to converge, like you said earlier, the ecosystem, like it matters. There's a whole situation there's even thinking through and i know we're going to get to this but like expect people that you serve to come on sunday like you're going to have people who maybe are living on the streets and they want to join the greeter team what are you going to do about that like are you ready for that um share those stories on a sunday that is very important because the mom who you're talking about she's going to be on the front row like those are things to expect and anticipate and it's it's a beautiful thing so yeah sorry that was like a little tangent but i'm passionate about that (laughs) it's so it's so needed to think through uh, on on some sometimes we get busy and thought thinking okay the serve the project but then we forget about how does this make people feel? What is this? What does this fit? What's the next step for them? Um, so we, you know, we just, it's super critical to, it's what Pastor Chris says, we sweat the details. It matters. And so when you're able to do that, um, it does go a long way, especially afterwards, after the fact, how do you, how do you make people feel along the way? And so it's crucial. Amen. It is crucial. Very much so. Okay. I have another really practical question that I get asked sometimes. And that is when navigating partnerships, you have uh, free expression, small groups, and you're like, you guys, here's ideas, call yeah. people, find opportunities. But when you're a church with multiple campuses or you're not, and you've got small groups calling YMCA left and right, yeah. how do you make sure that that stuff streamlined? Do you have a liaison? How do you make sure that those partners are not getting inundated with phone calls and crosswatch? Yeah. yeah, love the question. I think uh, the main thing is on the front end to, with your small group leaders is you want to make sure that if anything goes between a partnership, unless that small group leader already has a relationship with that partner, that you're handling the partnership. Let that stuff all come through you as a staff or as the leader that's on point so that you can you can keep that streamlined. So like we have relationships with um, just a practical example. We have a relationship with um, the Roloff Dumpsters uh, company. Well, when we're doing a big construction thing, we have multiple sites that are doing, you know, we're tearing the roof off or whatever at different cities. Well, we don't want them inundated with, you know, the, the Montgomery and the Alabaster and the Tuscaloosa. And it's like, wait a minute. So we have one, one, one team member that is handling that conversation. So we get with our team. Hey, if you think or you suspect or you, you're thinking, hey, we, we want to do this, this, and this, and it's require a lot of cleanup and we need this kind of equipment or this, this roll off dumpster, or we need this kind of 
uh, big U-Haul truck to, to pull off this event, then we try to help streamline it, streamline it from a central perspective. And so I think that would be key to talk on the front end, but okay, look at macro, macro look, big look at all, all of your projects and then, and then start to filter and vet with your leaders. Hey, let's think about this, how we do this. So yeah, we wanna do free market, but also like, let's have a snapshot of everything that we're doing for the city so that it's measurable, but it's also, like you said, streamlined. So, you know, one of the best things you can do is bring the whiteboard in. The anointing comes in the room when you bring the whiteboard in. I'm telling you right now, I felt it many times. So like people can actually see like all the things that you're connected to and what you're doing and then build out the logistics, you know, have a logistics team you know, a creative team thinking about all those things. And so it's key for sure. That's very good. Very good. And what I love about the serve app and the platform is when free market small groups submit a project, it sits at the admin. You have people at each campus who are assigned, Hey, vet through these projects. So if yeah. I see four small groups trying to partner with YMCA, I need yeah. to make sure, Hey, Let's talk about the process. Let's make sure. So that's a cool thing that exactly. that's a gatekeeper for us is that's how we keep communication clear. Yes. Make sure we're all on the same page. And like you said, we have a big picture of what's going on. So that's really yeah. cool. Um, okay. I want to talk about summer of serving. So that's like, we call it that, like it's small group semester is always focused on serve. What is like the the ramp up i'm starting to promote as a church what strategies do i need to think of are we talking like when do we start talking about it from the stage what does that look like at highlands july yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely so we'll start the um so right now we're in this summer essentials message um that pastor dino kicked off last uh two sundays ago may 16th and uh you know summer serve summer he talked a little bit about you know, get your serve on. And so there's a little bit of a hint of, you know, when you go through the summer, don't, you know, when you go vacation, everybody's going to go, but don't forget to take your serve with you, no matter where you're at. And so it's a great lead in kickoff. You know, you think about graduation, he talked about, you know, graduation is the season when you start thinking, okay, summer's right around the corner. So what do we think? And so we, we start looking at the seasons um, and we start strategizing um, with our messaging, with um, from the stage. Um, you know, we've got when, before we get to serve day, um, we've got um, summer. Um, we've got our kids kids blast for summer. Um, so we, we don't want to mix that messaging. So as soon as that's over, that's at the end of June. Um, right now, our small groups are talking heavy serve day. And we're talking heavy serve curriculum. So whether it's RPM or serve your city or serve Aleutian book, we're talking, we're talking heavy in small groups on a local level. When you're talking about all the campuses right now, we're in the summer semester, we're leading up to it. Yet we got the kids thing, but like right afterwards, you, you got to think this thing falls July 4th weekend is a Sunday. That's when everybody's out on vacation. You know, it's not a big high attended Sunday, but but you should we should have been doing the work on the on the ground level prior to that, so that it's not a surprise catching them by surprise by doing the small group talk conversations, leadership uh, trainings, that sort of thing. And then we get into late June, first of July. It's heavy, heavy serve stuff. So. You know, um, we're, we're talking um, we're talking not only to serve serve uh, small groups, but we're talking from the stage. We're, we're promoting it from a social media standpoint. We're, we're doing Highlands News packages where we're doing testimonies or uh, uh, of what's happened in the past by being a part of Serve Day. Not only the person being blessed, but actually the person serving. So we talk both ends of that. So it really kind of, you know, kickstarts uh, the, the, uh, the reminder, so to speak, of, hey, this is, this is what everybody's called to do this one day. Uh, serve shirts are coming. So we, we start talking about that towards the end of June, 1st of July. July 10th is the day. So we only have a couple of Sundays. It's Sunday, July 4th. And then we have a first Wednesday uh, that we, we promote it as well. And then it's, it's here, you know. And so we take that first Saturday serve. And we start planning 
that first Saturday serve in July, we start to plan and prep for the actual serve day. We don't go out and do a serve on that day. We prep for July 10th. So heavy July, all things serve day. But, you know, we, we kind of on the boots on the ground in the field, organic grassroots stuff with small groups right now. I love that. As July is serve heavy. It is yeah. intense, but it's yeah. so fun. It's the best ever. It's the best. Yep. Um, and Pastor Rio's birthday is in July. It's just so, so perfect. It's just That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, okay. So I do want to circle back. Serve app, serve platform. We have yep. rolled it out a few years back. It's amazing. But I know there's yeah. improvements, enhancements. Is there any like new information or any like snapshot you want to give to churches just to encourage them? Try it out. Um, yeah. What's I, know you're I love it. You're carrying so much and speaking so much into it. So no, I love it. Yeah, we're meeting, you know, actually today after we jump off, I'm, I have another meeting with our digital team with our serve app. And so it's always being enhanced. Make sure that if you don't have the app, download the app today. It is the I, I had a, a phone call with one of our people in Israel um, that is going to do their first serve day. He asked, what's the one tool, what's the one thing I could use to help mobilize all these people for that day? And immediately, it's the Serve app. Because it's created in such a way where you can mobilize the church to go do a project, it's all right there. So many of you already have that app. Um, the one thing I would say is updates are happening all along the way. Uh, we're making sure the functionality is better this year. Um, there's a lot of pieces that go into that. Uh, some more to come. And in, in, even after this survey, there's there's many great things coming. But I would just say, if you've not had the latest update, make sure to do that. Because a lot of people get in a jam where they say, hey, I have the serve app, but this is happening. Well, have you updated the serve app? Make sure you keep that updated. That's the first go-to uh, talking point I share with leaders. They're saying, hey, I'm struggling with this. Hey, do you have the latest version of the serve app? Make sure you download that. And when they do, a bunch of those bugs and kinks go out of the way and uh, they get the smoothest um, up-to-date version. And so I, that's that's what I would say with the Serve app. It's 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 incredible. I mean, it's it's it came from PC's vision of, you know, what Uber offers, you know, where you're at right now. Is there a car? What size of car? How long until it gets there? Um, hit this. Same thing with the projects on the Serve app. Hey, um, we got projects um, all over the map. There's um, you, you type in where you're at location. It can pull up projects there. Um, you can say what, you know, uh, it, it says, you know, we, maybe it's a 25 person serve. There's 15 that's already on there. We need another 10. Hey, that's perfect for me and my family. That description fits us and the time frame. We want to go do that. So the serve app is the, is the um, neuro, you know, it's, it's the, uh, it's the nervous system of serve day, so to speak. You know, it just keep, kind of keeps everything going. So I love it. It is a game changer for sure. And just kudos to you guys, the team. I know it's been a labor of love and it gets better by the day. And so, yes, definitely get it. Try it out. It's, yeah, a game yep. changer, big time. So, okay, I have two more things I want to hit on. One, yep. you've kind of given us a ton but if you had to give us chad sleeper serve day last minute checklist i'm the outreach leader what are like some quick things like don't forget this is very important yep one of the main things uh for serve day i would not forget is to to love on your leaders don't forget to love on your leaders and keep them in mind because they're pulling off this day so your coordinators you don't forget to love on them well. And so even post-serve day, don't uh, as leaders, you're, you're raring to go. You're ready to get things done and move on to the next thing. Be careful not to move on to the next thing after this huge day. Uh, make sure you love on your leaders well. And so keep that in mind and watch and be a noticer on that day so that these guys not only feel appreciated, but they, it's genuine. There's a love there. There's that relationship, that bond. So whether it's a gift card afterwards and a handwritten thank you note, or whether it's just a handwritten thank you note, it goes a long way. Take them to lunch, uh, debrief over lunch if you want to. That kind of thing goes a long way. So don't forget about your leaders. Um, secondly, don't forget to have like command central. So day of, when people walk up, 
who's directing them to what. So don't forget Command Central. What does that look like for you and your church or your, your, your city where you're at? Uh, where's that location going to be? Where's the foot trap? Is it, is it, is it too congested? Is, is people going to be able to really see? So we've got pop-up banners that you just pull up as, you know, serve day. We've got a table out front. We've got tents. We've got everybody in red shirts. We've got uh, everything not only printed out, but we have the digital version too, whether it's on the app, somebody's a guru on the app knowing, okay, this project needing this, this many more people. So there's somebody working on that that can plug people in. Um, uh, registration right there at Command Central is where people get in their t-shirts to go. They don't have a shirt. They roll up on, on Command Central where, where the hub is and they get their shirt and they're off and ready for the races, you know? And so then you got somebody checking a, a piece of paper, the list of where projects are and checking people in. And so um, I, I would not forget that. Number three, I would don't forget pre-project pre huddle. Make sure you're sharing vision about the project. That's just, I know we're ready to get a rake and throw the mulch out there and get a paintbrush and do the deal. But don't forget the, the value there of having a moment to not only connect with all your team, make sure everybody's there, but everybody understands the goal. Everybody's safe. You have a moment of prayer. Maybe there's a, maybe you want to put a, 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 a you know, somebody with a guitar and do a, a worship song real quick and get everybody in the right frame of mind. Not every project can do that. I get it. But like, if you can do it, so a pre-project pre huddle is huge so that everybody's on the same page there all the questions can be answered right there and everybody knows what to do at the end of the project and so those are some things that come to mind first aid make sure you got first aid ready um at every site whether that's a little first aid kit or you actually have a tent on these big projects with you know uh your your first responders on the scene you know uh, we have a team that's a dream team that people who are trained in that area that's their serve and that's how they come serve on serve day they they're out there waiting in the wings if something were to happen somebody cuts a foot somebody you know injures somebody falls whatever we've got you know care for for those people and so that goes a long way you know and um you know don't forget um to have the liability forms you know taking care of you You're working on a piece of somebody's project make sure you have that um ready to go and so you know, I just think there, there's a lot of things, those checklists, uh, I, I'm willing to, to send a list of kind of what we look through so you can send out, Tori, to all our listeners. That would be easy um, so that they can have something to look at, how we do it here at Highlands. Um, so those are some of the top things that come to mind for sure. And then last thing, don't forget to capture the moment. So don't, don't forget to capture the moment with somebody, you know, maybe that's a... Um, a person that their gift is to um, take pictures or, or they're creative and, and they want to go out and um, make sure we don't miss these special moments. And so um, we use that for social media and we use that to keep the, you know, share the wins on Sunday, share the wins within our team of how people are being blessed. And so don't forget to capture the moment got some gold i love your checklist that was so so concentrated so good thank you thank you thank you good wisdom there you've done a few of these uh, <laughs> no we love we love what we get to do and um god is so good little as much when god is in it and it's not by might it's not by power but it's by his by him you know by his power it's not by our own strength but it's by what he is by his spirit, you know? And so, um, so a lot of prayer goes into these days, a lot of, uh, a lot of planning. Um, but God is directing our steps all along the way and he never fails. He wants us to reach his people and he's going to be with us. So no matter how difficult, no matter the budget restraints, no matter what, you know, somebody, somebody gets a, a car wash or a, a meal in Jesus name. And, life change eternal happens and so you know we've seen we've talked a little bit before the, the the time together we talked a little bit about how right now in this season it's crazy to see what is actually working and and the harvest is ripe and ready to receive hope 
and help. And so we've seen, you know, one of our campuses, our Montgomery campus are doing these drive up, drive by uh, pop up prayer stands where they feed you breakfast or they feed you a quick lunch, a, a bag lunch, but you also receive prayer. One incredible, I got to tell you, Tori, one incredible story that came out of that was, um, you know, our teams have these signs, need prayer, you know, or um, or uh, a free lunch, that type of thing. People pull in and uh, we've done it, I think, eight times. We've had over 140 salvations from side of the road, pop up serves a couple of hours where you have a, a sign that says need prayer, free lunch. People pull in, they grab a bag, everybody gets prayed for. There's a connection card that they fill out. So it gets connected to the campus and they're, they're followed up with. A lot of those people come to the campus afterwards. But one incredible story that happened was there was a husband and wife who was in the middle of an argument, in the middle of uh, just a, a fight. And they were driving down the road. They didn't need lunch. They needed prayer. The husband saw the sign, pulled in, said, we're stopping in tears down their face, huffing and puffing, fired up, whatever they were going through, our team was able to minister to them right there in the middle of it. And they, they repent, they hold hands, they, they, they just have a moment. God enters that vehicle and restoration happens because there is a sign on the side. Somebody said, you know what? We're going to offer prayer. And in the sea, maybe that wouldn't have worked two years ago. But right now in this season, for whatever reason, people are desperate. We're seeing that go a long way. And so we're excited about all the possibilities that are out there and all the things that we able to connect with our cities and, uh, and bring hope. I genuinely have so many Holy Spirit chills just thinking about that story. But also it makes me, I just feel such an anticipation for what he's going to do this summer I feel like there is something so special like unleashing in the body of Christ and like you said people are so open and so hungry for hope and all we have to do is just make ourselves willing and open to lean into that moment I was doing a flood relief outreach with our church in Baton Rouge and just praying with different people who usually it feels awkward. Sometimes you walk up with some sandwich to someone who's sure. in your house. You're like, I wish I could stay and help you, but here's a sandwich. Bye. Right, but right. Like these moments were cultivated and like I was leaning and praying for people and they're weeping. And it's just like, Jesus, like people need moments with your Holy spirit. And that's what changes everything. And so I'm, I, I know you've got it, but like there's anticipation for this summer. And I just like speak to everybody listening, like yeah. all are anointed and like make room for the Holy spirit to move, follow his lead, yeah. do your best, but there is something that's going to happen if we just like step back and let him work. So, so yeah. I'm that is so good. I'm stoked. So, <laughs> cool. So. Well, anything else that you want to like make sure our people know? Any final closing words? Um, yeah. 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 So one one thing I would love to just end with is just don't forget, um, like you said, Tori, is um, you know these moments are going to be you know random acts of kindness turn into big ministry moments, and so um, people's eyes are going to be opened to the gospel, hearts are already open. It's like Pastor Chris said, somebody somebody will eat a meal if you feed them. Somebody will come to church if you invite them. It's just uh, hands and feet, you know, laborers in the field. You know, it's like Jesus said it. Jesus said it, it's, it's the harvest is plentiful, it's ready. Just, we need people to go. And so I think in this season, just being mindful that, hey, we're called, we're on mission, we're anointed. And, uh, and God's going to use it. And so, you know, one thing that um, I was thinking, what, 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 uh, what, you know, book or message or what, what's a quote, I think something recently that um, has impacted me in a big way is not just because it's just now rolling out, but because I, I've been able to watch it and see it is are these videos in this curriculum by RPM, Reach People Movement by Pastor Dino, this small group curriculum, it's six videos, couple bonus videos there, it's reachpeoplemovement.com. Listen, they're all phenomenal. You're, you're gonna get a great one by none other than herself, Tori Talley, 
that just gives you a world of information on serve day. Make sure you watch it. It's free videos. Go to the website today after you get off this. But also there's a guy named Jay John who blew me away with reaching people and why it matters and why is it why does it matter to him and his personal testimony and what God does through those moments. And so um it just if you have a chance please get that piece of curriculum. At least go do yourself a favor and watch all those videos today and, um, and just learn and glean and, and, and learn how to reach people before you mobilize the church and mobilize all the people to go serve. Just use that. So that RPM is, is a great new tool that's out there that's impacted me for sure for this year. Uh, yes, I, I personally was so fired up and encouraged listening to all the videos and you guys like forget serve brew, like put serve brew on mute, listen to these videos, uh, your podcast for the next six weeks. Right. I don't care what you do. Jay John, he was so colorful and so exciting. Yeah, they're beautiful. All- they're all so good. I had to like for promotion purposes, all this stuff. I sat and watched them. Like I had a binge watching series by myself yeah. at home. I was like, I am so fired up Come right on. now. Come so on. Good. I love it. Well, thank you for sharing all of your deep wisdom. Thank you for making time. I know you are spinning so many, so many, many plates and working the whole ecosystem. So thank you, uh-huh. Pastor Chad. We really appreciate you. I know you encouraged a lot of people today and we're going to see some beautiful things happen. So Come on. super excited <laughs> to be a part. We love it. Yay, thank you. you rock. All right, guys. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Serve Brew. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for joining in on today's conversation. Don't forget to hit subscribe to see who we'll be having coffee with next time on the Serve Brew.